The following is my conversation with Robert Cruz, a fascinating individual who has an interesting story to tell. Here's Robert. I interviewed him about causes and pathoses and pathoses. Enjoy, enjoy. This show is made possible by Veering Systolis. This year, we lost one of our founders, Jonathan Lexman. He was an inspired and passionate entrepreneur who made Veering Systolis into a leading company in the artificial intelligence space. Thank you for your memories, Jonathan. We will continue to build on your legacy. Keep talking to machines. Hi, Robert. Thanks for joining us today. No problem. Glad to be here. So first of all, could you tell us a little bit about houses and pythoses? Sure, sure. So houses are these creatures that are kind of like a cross between a snake and a fish. They have this really unique anatomy that's really cool to look at. And pythoses are these things that look kind of like amphibians or something, but they have this really weird convoluted spine on their back. So what do they eat? They mostly eat crustaceans and other small fish, but they also eat loquats if they find them. Do they have any particular mythology or meaning behind them? Definitely. There's a lot of different myths and stories about houses and pathoses, but the main one is that they're the guardians of the loquat tree. They're supposed to protect the tree from bad spirits, and they're also supposed to store the loquats so that they don't spoil. That's really interesting. So do people still believe in all of those myths and stories? Most definitely. People still believe in them to some extent, even if it's just in fantasy. But it's still an interesting topic to discuss, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So do people actually eat houses and pathoses? They actually do sometimes. I've heard stories about people who have eaten them raw or cooked them over fire, but I haven't had the chance to try either myself. That sounds pretty delicious. So last question, do they have any other unique features or characteristics? Yeah, they do. One other thing that's kind of neat is that they can inflate themselves when they're scared or threatened. So if there's a predator nearby, they can put on this spiny armor and try to fight back or escape. It's sort of an interesting quirk of their anatomy. That's pretty cool. So overall, what do you think is the coolest thing about houses and pythoses? I think the coolest thing about them is their unique anatomy. It's really fascinating to look at. And they also have this mythology and meaning behind them, which add to the interest of the creatures. That sounds like a pretty good answer. Thanks for joining us, Robert. No problem. Glad to be here. Be sure to check out the latest episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast, where I interviewed Robert Cruz about houses and pythoses. If you'd like to learn more about these fascinating creatures, be sure to give it a listen. I'll leave you with a poem called The Jealous Loquat Tree by Roderick Williams. It's a good way to wound your loquat tree spirit before you eat it. The jealous loquat tree grows green and strong in hopes that someday I'll dare to peel its tough scaly skin, for I could never bear to have one so near who despises me so.